Hello out there and welcome. Thank you for tuning in to Tea and Tights, a Brit Rest, uh, sorry, a Brit Rest podcast presented to you by Kuru Media and my big fat geek life. I am your host. I am the great British Otaku. I am Mr. Andrew Moore. And joining me today is the big fat geek founder, our big geek chief, Stephen Salden. How are you today? I'm all good, thank you. Yourself? I'm very, very well. And we also have with us, he's a dungeon master on the weekends, but he doesn't play Dungeons and Dragons. He's Big Daddy Dan. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Very good. Now that's a link to actually something <laughs> we said on My Big Fat Geek Week. So you'll have to check out those uh, episodes to find out what we're talking about. Uh, how is everyone today, man? Yeah, get in there, get in there. Not bad. Had a busy week. Um, random people turning up on my doorstop to complain about things. How it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you guys called the latest NXT UK. Obviously. Yeah. Excellent. All right. Well, uh, as I say, this is a Brit Rest podcast. Uh, we're here to talk to you about British wrestling. We love British wrestling. We want to bring you as much British wrestling, wrestling news as we can, as well as give you a full roundup of NXT UK each and every week where we'll give our little added opinion. And so what we're going to do is we're going to sandwich the show with a few bits of uh, British wrestling news. Uh, we'll get in the middle of that. We'll have the NXT UK review and recap. And after that, we'll have a few more news bites before rounding off the show right uh i think we're gonna have to start with a, a little bit of some unfortunate news uh and that's uh, about a promotion having to actually postpone some shows now if some of you didn't tune into our first episode the reason we set up uh tnt it's the reason we wanted to do this podcast is because we were so excited to have british wrestling back and i guess it's such a shame to now have promotions having to postpone shows what do you think guys it's always sad isn't it you know just yeah. as we think things are getting back it goes the other way but i think that's going to be the way for everything until uh, this all blows over and as well as all of the wrestlers themselves not being able to earn um the promoters who will have invested in these so far in advance that will have booked the halls, will have booked the rings, booked the talent. This is going to be very, very hard for them. Yeah, uh, it is a shame. Uh, so the company I'm referring to, uh, so this was reported on Twitter. Uh, so the company is TNT Extreme Wrestling. Uh, they're based out in Liverpool. They've had to postpone three events that they had planned over the Halloween period. And that was due to local councillors uh, and the decision made by the local government. Uh, and I'm assuming this is most likely uh, COVID-related. It uh, is definitely, yeah. Yeah. The, but I'm there ready. is some... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sam. Well, I was just going to say up that, up that sort of neck of the woods, it's a lot of... Uh lockdown coming in isn't it so yeah particularly in the liverpool area right now it's very yeah. high um we we hope everyone in liverpool is uh out doing and okay uh remember to wear your masks and 
just try and keep uh, safe and healthy, really. Uh, it is such a shame for TNT Extreme as well, because they've lined themselves up to have all these filmed by Powered 4 TV, um, which is a new deal that they've set up. And Powered 4 TV, you can go on now and watch various different bits and pieces. Um, but they have Supreme Extreme was due to be on there. And I was looking forward to seeing um, the return of BT Gun. BT Gun, yeah, classic, great start. But there is some good news because they are actually going to bring us the free shows and it's going to be via Powered 4 TV. Oh. Uh, so they've changed. I'm assuming they've probably changed the venue. They're not going to have fans. Uh, I'm guessing they mustn't be having fans to try and go ahead and do these shows. And that, that's great for the promoters, for those wrestlers, and for Powered 4 TV, uh, which, as you say, is a, it's an a on-demand streaming service, and it hosts so many independent UK promotions. I recently only looked into them because of this, and so many promotions I hadn't even heard of, some that I had heard of, and some that I hadn't, but uh, they are a paid monthly site, but they do also have free shows available on there. So, yeah, go check out power4.tv and uh, check that out. And hopefully, those events go well. Uh, I know they've changed the name of the events, one of them's going to be called My Little Wrestling Shop of Horrors. So, um, sure that's going to be a fun <laughs> event. Uh, I don't know on similar kind of notes, uh, Wrestle Carnival, who are a new promotion that are going to be set up in Milton Keynes area. And uh, they were hoping to have shows January time, and they were actually hoping to have the tickets up and available to sell. Uh, now they've decided with the rise of COVID, uh, with the situation uh, not being fluid at the moment it's kind of up in the air we don't know what's really going to happen all around the country so they've held back on uh getting these ready they you know but they have made sure to say that they are ready to go uh once it's safe to do so and yeah again you have to commend companies that are taking cautious approaches you have to command companies that want to keep fans safe, that want to keep talent safe. And we look forward to that. Uh, you can actually catch an interview, uh, Gary Ward, who is the founder of Wrestle Carnival. And you can catch that interview on the wrestling movement. So uh, it's, a, it's a great little interview. I think it's only 15 minutes and you get to know a little bit about things. Uh, we're going to move also on. for um, if I can just dive in there with Wrestle Carnival. Yes. Um, if you go to um, the merchstand.co.uk, um, they have already got some um, merch available, including the awesome um, black T-shirt with the gold Wrestle Carnival logo on the front, and it is it's smart. I like that. That might have to end up going in my basket. <laughs> Why in your basket? <laughs> Indeed. Uh, right. Uh, fire. We have another company that is having uh, uh, some of uh, following on from last week. We made some announcements for future shock wrestling, uh, their underground show, which is going to be Saturday, the 17th of October, uh, the Stockport Guild Hall. 
Uh, it's actually a double-headed show. So there's one show at 1.30 and a second show at 5.30. Uh, so two shows to go check out. Uh, limited tickets are available because they will be uh, practicing social distancing. And, you know, if you're going to go to a show, wear a mask and stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, so Chris Widgway, as well as Lizzie Evo, had been announced already. There is now uh, a Chris Ridgeway match has been announced against Tom Tellwell. Fellwell. I'm sorry uh, I, I, if I do pronounce your name wrong. Uh, he's not somebody I'm aware of. Uh, I would say most of my wrestling knowledge was London-based and progress-based up until I moved up to the North uh, East. So I'm hoping to get to know a lot of these guys a lot better uh, as these are Northern competitors. Uh, women's champion, Lana Austin. Uh, I think uh, Lana Austin, very big name in the North. Uh, Defiant Wrestling, WCPW. I believe she's even made appearances on WWE NXT UK. Uh, so she's a yeah, big star in the North and she's got a, a defending... Uh, women's Championship against Tay Unger. Uh, uh, sorry, again, I, I don't particularly know much about her and I'm looking forward to getting to know more about her. Uh, there's an Adrenaline Championship match. Champion Callum Corey defending against JJ Webb. I'm sure that's going to be fast-paced and action-packed. Uh, and Deadly Damon Lay has been confirmed as well as the tag team Synergy, Anderson Daniels, and Troy Ryan. They have also been confirmed for the show. Uh, that's all I've got for you with regards to that show at the moment. As I say, it is still going ahead. Uh, 17th of October, Southport Guildhall, double-headed show. I believe tickets are available. If you check their Twitter, there's a link to uh, uh, tickets are you or something like that for you. Yeah, um, there's also a link on their website on futureshockwrestling.co.uk. And keeping with the funky T-shirts, um, Future Shock have got a couple of great ones, including a brilliant one of um, wrestler doing a back suplex through a black hole with his feet coming out the other side. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that sounds like a little nifty one. Uh, okay, uh, on to a little bit of... Uh... More to do with the speaking out movement. Progress Wrestling, uh, one of the largest companies in the UK, uh, London, typically London-based, but of course they've toured all around the world now, all around the UK, all around. They've just been uh, everywhere these days. And now they have partnered up with the Old Vic Theatre and their Guardians program. Uh, so this is an innovation that is designed to help organizations go further in its commitments, creating a safe and secure working environment. I assume this has something to do with actors, guilds, and yeah, talent and performers, sort of. Hmm. Was that the old Vic or the new Vic? Uh, that is the old Vic Theatre, and it is their Guardians program. I can't really tell you much more about that. As I say, uh, I'm guessing, as I say, the Old Vic Theatre, I'm guessing it's some sort of actor's guild, some sort of actor's... The, the, the Old Vic Theatre, yeah, is a, a very famous theatre um, that used to be run by Kevin Spacey. 
Maybe may not the greatest choice of venues for progress to come back. Oh, wow. Did they not check their reason? How long did it take you to find that one out, Dan? Uh, I knew that one already. Um, there were like 20 different allegations against him when he worked there. Um, so, yeah. It, it, well, wow. Yeah. <laughs> They've got an opportunity for extra funding. And at the moment, any opportunity for funding, you've got to jump on. Yeah. Kevin Spacey's yeah. gone. People aren't talking about him anymore. Oh. I am, aren't I? You're talking about him. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think we'll, we'll move on. I think uh, <laughs> progress maybe oh, no. should have uh, thought about that a little bit hard, uh, further. You know, we aren't going to get any interviews uh, with them, are we? No. Um, no, no. We're sorry, Lucy <laughs> from Toast no, Dad. Or Lucy, who used to be socials, who is now management of progress. Uh, we, we do apologize. We wish you all the best. And we hope, uh, you know, you're one of the leaders of the UK wrestling scene. Definitely. Uh, so we hope to see this partnership. As you say, it's, it's, it's former. So let's just hope that this new partnership was created afterwards. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> On to NXT UK. That's what we're here to talk about. That's what we want to talk about. That's what you watched last week. I watched last week, and it was great. I I really enjoyed this week's episode. It was, yeah, yeah, it was a good episode. It, I thought it, they're they're hitting their stride again after that flat return. Mm. It's it's definitely getting better and better each week. Yeah, we said last week uh, episode three kind of dipped a little bit. We felt that two was the had been the better show and it's concerned so they're on a roller coaster right now but they're, they're certainly on the ascendancy with uh this week it really showed you know eventually we'll talk about it but it really showed how deep that women's division is oh yeah for one mm-hmm. uh we saw one of the best wrestling matches uh i've seen uh in the A Kid versus Flash Morgan Webster, it was a fantastic match, and a nice little bumper match in the middle just to uh, break things up a little bit. But we'll, we'll get on to it because it kicks straight off into action uh, with a women's tag team match. It was Zaya Brookside and Danny Luna, uh, and they took on Nina Samuels and Amel. Not Amel. The French hope. <laughs> she is not Amel. She is Amel. <laughs> Sorry. Cheap joke. Cheap joke. That'll be the last cheap joke for the next two minutes. Had <laughs> a push. Had a push. Uh, you. Great match. Uh, I think mm. everyone got a little bit of shine. Everybody looked good. Uh, Zyber really enjoyed... looked better this week than she did in a match against Ginny. Yeah. Uh, Danny you know. Luna is somebody I think is going to be big. Yeah. Especially which we'll touch on at the end with all the women running in. We'll We'll yeah. probably mention her again then. I really liked um, during the match when Nina Samuels did the handstand overhead kick 
um, to Zion oh. Corner. Yeah. Really well mm. done. Mm. Mm. I didn't see it coming. It kind of just happened. It was, there was no like big build up to it. No double flip beforehand. Just quick handstand kick. Yeah. Was... <laughs> uh, I do like her, and I think her character's good. You know, all about the spotlight. It's all about her, and she yeah. wasn't sharing it with no one, was she? <laughs> no, no. Yeah. Uh, I was actually going to touch on something a little bit because uh, I was going to talk about the Ginny's House of Couture. Uh, this mm-hmm. was an old progress stable that actually used to have Nina Samuels in it. Uh, she was. It was also Charlie Morgan and Chikara. When I saw Nina Samuels and Amel, and I know what you were saying about that personality, and it's great. Mm. I thought they also they looked good together. They've, yeah. They were quite similar, and I thought, to be honest, her, those two, and Ginny, it would be a good female stable. And we said that Ginny needs to have muscle or thing to be affected, to be real. What happened to, what happened to her, her last bit of muscle? What was her name? The one that looked like the bad guy out of Superman 4. The German, uh, the alpha female. Uh, yeah. Oh. What was her name? Uh, Gabby. Yes. Gabby. Gabby, Gabby. Debbie, Debbie. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, you, you, you I hate it. Why has my brain gone to split? Where did she go anyway? Probably back to Germany. Oh, do you reckon she's Gabby, still not? Jazzy Gabbert. Jazzy Gabbert. Mm-hmm. It was her name. We do apologize because she's an amazing female wrestler. Mm. And, uh, I just wondered where she female. went. She, is she stuck in Germany or has she been? She hasn't been let go, has she? No, I know she was already. She was on the way out with Ginny towards yeah, the they... end of uh, before COVID hit. So yeah. I'm assuming they kind of just dropped the whole thing. Uh, but I, I look at Nina Samuels, I look at Amel, and I look at uh, Ginny, and I think that would be a really good stable. But as yeah. you say, they're all three people who think the spotlight should be on them and them alone but it could be it should be on us I can tell you what's happened to Jazzy Gaber oh here we go um, she was um, told in January that there would be nothing for her um, going ahead so she chose not to renew her contract and started her own promotion called Cyrus Sports Entertainment Sirius Sports Entertainment yeah. so that's oh, what's going on with her at the moment we- there you go. Well, good luck to her. Mm. Mm. She was a huge. She's been a huge star in Europe for quite some time now. Mm. So, oh, yeah. and she had a good uh, run in TNA as well. So it, it yeah. feels yeah. a bit WWE to say we've got nothing for you when you've got one of the top Mate. females across Europe. It just seems so WWE. She's... Yeah. <laughs> She's getting more mature, and WWE, with the exception of Mickey James, doesn't seem to like anybody over the age of 32, 33. Yeah. Well, when it comes Shana to Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler's older than bloody. She is. Um, she's like, she's in 40 something. Beth Phoenix. Yeah. Yeah. But she's a badass. Um, yeah. yeah. Sure. She's <laughs> an absolute badass. I love Shayna Baszler. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just yeah. love her. I love her in the ring. I love her personality. Everything about 
what she does yes just love anyway we're not here yeah. to talk about her this week <laughs> uh, she's not British yes so <laughs> Zaya Brookside and Danny Luna uh, came out the victors in this match uh, I haven't got how it happened uh, did anyone uh, yeah there was um, a really nasty um, German suplex and then Zaya Brookside won with the Broxy Bomb Oh yeah, it was like a yeah. She flipped her over, and Danny Luna kind of power bombed her, didn't? Uh, but that was yeah. after. <laughs> and great after bridge. Nina left, after Nina left her on yeah, on lonesome. So you know, that, yeah, that was a yeah, a bit of a shame for Nina to walk out because the debut in ML, uh, her first match. No, 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 it wasn't her first match. It was the second match. I saw her first match. Ooh, did she have a dark match? No, she was on the show. Was she on the show? I swear she was. Yeah. I'm sure they said it was her debut. No, they they said it was her second match since her debut. She debuted just before oh, okay. the hiatus. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was there. Yeah, well, there you go. There yeah. we go. But, uh, so, yeah, it just kind of seemed a bit... That part seemed strange. To, to, mm. uh, and as I say... It, I feel them two, Ginny, they could be a really good female stable. We haven't got a female stable at the moment. No. 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 So we then move on to the fantastic acting part of um, (laughs) of the show. Oh, yes. Your your favourite person, Ilya, with his phlegm. Flying everywhere again. And he was just walking down the bloody Gorilla and he's still spitting out phlegm as he's going <laughs> how does he have so much phlegm I don't know that man just the big you thought Sid Scala's jacket was just you know black and sparkly it wasn't it was just <laughs> dragging off phlegm how do you think that Pete Dunn manages to get that man bun to stay back <laughs> we are joking Ilya Dragunov because you are a very very intense person and Scary as fuck scary is as what fun. you're trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't hurt us if you ever see us at a convention. If we ever... You're ever a top bloke. Big. You're a top bloke and we do love you, but you do spit a lot. But you sure as hell can't act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stick to the wrestling. Yes. Uh, yeah, so he's storming backstage looking for Sid Scala, who just yep. happened to be in the corridor at that time, drinking a coffee with... Pete Dunn, as you do, you know. Pete Dunn, well, he's, the he's, producer he's, and the assistant, so I guess they they would be. Yeah, uh, I was going to say together. Is it is it is it kayfabe that he is working backstage now, Pete Dunn, or is it just? No, he's definitely working backstage. I don't know if they're talking about him working backstage on the show though. Yeah, because it just seems like his character, you know, he's a bruiser white, I'm fucking hard. But there I am around the back, sucking up to management, having a cup of tea. <laughs> it's looking like, like a on, hipster. <laughs> yeah. Sort it out, Pete. You're too hard for that. You don't suck up to management. <laughs> your tight jeans and your man bun. Yeah. Yeah, we we went on about uh, Pete Dunn's look uh, last week, if you <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Amy in particular was vicious. What? Oh, Amy. <laughs> if she costs us an interview with Pete Dunn, I won't be happy with her. And I can see you looking off to the side. I haven't got to be scared like you, Dan. I'm not in the same room. 
<laughs> okay, so yes. Love you, baby. <laughs> Pete Dunn and his skinny, skinny, skinny jeans. <laughs> he did look somewhat ridiculous. Yeah. But it led on to something exciting. Yes, yes. it did. Next week. Because he yeah, went, yeah, I week. want Wolf and I want Walter. And he went, well, you need a tag team partner. And he goes, I'll have him. <laughs> no, didn't he? he went, I'll have him. <laughs> Sausage. Stephen, you'll get this one. I'll have that one. Well, Mark will I'll have that one. Which one was that? No, oh. it's Jojo. No. Oh, I can't remember. We'll have to talk about <laughs> this off camera. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, it's actually, it's, it, even though we put explicit on uh, the release of the podcast, I make sure it says explicit because, yes, that's even far too explicit for the explicit. <laughs> <laughs> we'll discuss that at the break. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Uh... Oh, there's a Drew McIntyre documentary on the WWE Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, should we watch that for next week? Do you think? Do because it's, it's we worth, have time. Yeah, because I'm not being funny, but they—it's worth a watch, isn't it? Because I'm not being—they do make good documentaries. The WWE they do. It may change the facts. It may not be 100 percent legit. <laughs> Like in that one where they tried to say that they changed WWE to WWF because they felt like it and nothing to do with the pandas. <laughs> you know. Get the F out. Yeah, yeah. It was, that was, yeah we just thought, no, it's time for a change. Not that you got to <laughs> so, But, you know, but they, they, they are good at making documentaries. So, yeah. Yeah, well, they've made some really, really... Have you seen the Nigel McGuinness one? Yeah, fantastic. Oh, I love the Nigel McGuinness. It's so, it's so sad. <laughs> yeah. I feel for that guy. Oh, when I went, when I saw him, at, when I went to the, the recording, I, saw, I, just, I, just, I just wanted to give him a hug and say, it's all right, you should be there. Just because you were honest and didn't lie like that, bastard Daniel <laughs> Bryan, <laughs> you would have been him. You would have been winning it. But no. You I would honest. have loved to have seen you hug Nigel McGuinness. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do you think they? Do you think they would have kept kept his name, Jack. Nigel McGuinness? What do you think they would have changed it to? Oh, no, Desmond Wolf. Called... Well, no, that... yeah, yeah, well, that was. Yeah. <laughs> well, they do love to rip off TNA. No, they wouldn't have done Desmond Wolf. They've already got a wolf. Yeah. What could they? Oh, they don't didn't have a wolf back then, but oh, but... like Spike. Yeah, like, you know what I mean. Spike McGuffin. They are crap with British names. I mean, I don't know anybody in this entire country called Wade. You know, I mean, that's such an American name. (laughs) So talking of American names, the next match, Jack Stars. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, you missed the Piper Niven was backstage and Kaylee LeRae going to have her address the thing she went ooh Kaylee LeRae it's going to talk trash yeah <laughs> pretty much yeah. another one that could have done with some acting uh, uh, so yes it was Saxon the berserker Brody Huxley oh, god jungle Jesus <laughs> no he is he is now the berserker Brody as in he, uh, a mix between bruiser Brody and the berserker it it, it uh, don't get me wrong, 
it's he's a good monster hill as well, they're trying man. to build him. You yeah. know, he's he's smashing up. I, I I just cannot take him seriously whilst he's hoof hoof hoofing around the ring. It's, it's come on, please. So maybe if there was I, a crowd there, it wouldn't be so bad. I was watching this match with my eleven-year-old daughter. Yes. Who looked at Jack Stars and went, he looks kind of like a cross between Ed Sheeran and Logan Paul. <laughs> <laughs> and all I could think was he looked like Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> what, the new then, one? <laughs> we, we, were, um, we were looking at the sizes of them and Saxon Huxley is six foot three. So, same yeah, size as me. Yeah. And Jack Stars... Must be about the same size as my daughter. <laughs> it was a bit of a mixed match, wasn't it, really? But it was good to show Saxon for what he is, you know. Good luck to the guy. I hope he does get a, a decent old push. We're talking again about how you find it difficult watching him with the hoof, hoof, hoof. Yeah. What I did love about not having the voices is, again, like last week when I picked up on... Um, and he dived over the top row. Um, this week, did you hear the referee um, when Saxon Huxley had Jack Stars in the torture rack over his head? Oh, what did he say? Miss... It was a lovely female referee, and in her best teacher's voice, she went, Jack, what do you say? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even a, what do you say, what do you say? It was a, Jack, what do you say? <laughs> Why don't we just quickly talk... Well, we're just talking about the referees. Is it me, or do the men referees tend to try and talk in an American accent? Which is weird, because I sent a, um, a tweet the other day over to my favourite um, female wrestling interviewer, So Val, mm -hmm. who lives in Milton Keynes now. Ooh. Um, and I said to her, have you approached WWE at all about um, going in as an interviewer for NXT UK? Because you're a very well-known personality for doing interviews and you're in England. And she was like, I did, but they do not want to have anybody there with an American accent. Which is strange because they are speaking with an American accent, it sounds. Mm. Or is it, is it just, it might be accidental, but <laughs> to me they just... Come on, get in the ring. Get back down now. Yeah. My thing is, I'm still that 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 piped in sound that you, you got every now and then. It's just terrible. Just just don't do it at all. Really, if if you just no. that crap, don't do it at all. I know. I see. I disagree. All right, trying to watch Impact. It's just so dead. You need just a little bit of no, no, no atmosphere. You know, just the. It needs to be better than that, though, because oh, if yeah. it's going to no. be that crap, it's better off not being done. They do it better on the Thunderdome, to give them credit. That yeah, the noise on that is better. In um, NXT UK, in the BT studio, I think it's because you know there's no one there. Mm. You know, unless. What you hear is 10 people standing behind the camera cheering. You know, that's why it's so quiet and it's not very good. You know, and we all know what the UK fans are like. Tours and Jesus. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
you know, you can't beat them. So you can't, yeah, I, I suppose it, they're screwed either way, isn't they? So. Yeah, I guess. Uh, they can they at least get the you know the performers round the ring like they do on NXT USA and like they did on AEW. Yeah, well, none of them got ill, honestly. Yeah, yeah. that's a good point. So, or if it, yeah. it's safety in the BT first, studios, it's in the BT Studios, they could get Gary Lineker, Rio <laughs> Ferdinand, <laughs> and all the other football commentators. They're not doing anything. <laughs> Okay, uh, so basically, Saxon Berserker Brody uh, beat Jack Stars. Good squash match. Good squash match, yeah. And as you say, Saxon, he's he's looking mean. He looks tough. Uh, he sounds stupid. <laughs> uh, yeah. He looks but... mean. He looks tough, and he he gets the job done. Next up was a Gallus video package that bloody featured. It did, a didn't suspended it? star. Mm. And I thought that was stupid and bad and uh, yeah. Confused. Two suspended stars because you saw um uh, was Jordan there too? Yeah, Finn Balor Light. Um you saw him in it a couple of times yeah. as well. Oh I I'll probably yeah. and yeah. So they're both we know they're both suspended. We know why they're both suspended. You, yeah, you, but... Surely you have other footage. Yeah. Um, especially you actually had uh, Joe Coffey's voice at one point. Uh, so all we can say is sort your well, shit out. Yeah. Oh, but come on. That's just a video package. At least they haven't got someone that's being sued for $10 million for his actions and someone else... Oh, yes. Who, um, <laughs> possibly underage people, you know. And um, then two more recent signees with underage people. In fact, the same yeah. underage people, apparently. <laughs> and Lars Sullivan. And Lars Sullivan. <laughs> and Lars Sullivan. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, WWE is not the best company. They're not. Yes, they've got. Yeah, yeah they've, done the, they've done a bit, but they haven't done enough, I don't think. Yes, okay, no. they may not be guilty. And shit you know, may have happened before people innocent, joined, yeah, but, but innocent until proven guilty. But they shouldn't be on TV until they've been proven innocent because it's well, just according to them, they've been proven innocent, yeah. They've never um, told us how, they just told they've just said we're not talking about it, they're innocent, pretty deadly, yeah, with a pretty corny, uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty corny yeah. promo. Pretty I don't deadly, like them. Corny. <laughs> I don't I'm, like them. I mean, I'm, telling no. you, I'm not a big fan of their personality. Great fan of their wrestling. They need some sort of new gimmick. They need some sort of Desperate. bit of an edge. Uh, this uh, Rick Martel Jr. twins. It's, uh, yeah. it's Fandango Light. Fandango yeah. Light, yeah. Bazango yeah. Light. Uh, so, it, yeah. Yeah, that's said. Although they, they did... You know, oh, Nanya. What was Nanya. it? Eddie, Nanya. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie Dennis said about us is Nanya. They're kind of like Essex girls. It's annoying. It's like the worst thing that I think the WWE sometimes does with the women wrestlers is in their promos and their storylines, 
they turn them into teenage girls at high school arguing about stupid things. And I think, come on, just because they're women, you can't make it this little bitchy sort of high school drama. Um, yeah. You it's know, funny you should say that about high school and sort of treating them like that, because one thing that I noticed during the next part with the interview with um, Danny and Zaya mm. um, was the camera angle. I know it's weird, but when you watch it, the camera angle, it was obviously filmed by someone a lot taller than they were. And the camera right. was down and they seemed short. Whenever you see people interviewed in the American um, shows, particularly someone who is quite short, like um, the five-foot terror herself, Little Miss Bliss, <laughs> yeah. you don't feel you're looking down on her from a camera angle. You feel right. that you're looking at the interview. And I did... It's random, but I saw it. <laughs> Little Miss Bliss commands the stage. Neither Zaya Brookside or Danny Luna do that yet. I'm not. I'm. It's nothing against them. The guys go. They, they haven't had the opportunity to do this. They're both in their early twenties at most. You know, these are not uh, seasoned veterans. These aren't girls who have been on NXT for five years. These girls. Are fantastic and they're going to be uh, great stars, both of them. I'd like to see Zaya Brookside have a bit more personality than just I smile and do a little jiggle. Uh, Danny Luna at least has got a bit of aggression to her. Powerlifter. Powerlifter, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trained by the wild boar as well. Yeah, he's Never mind. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so uh, Kaylee LeRae uh, so again so they kind of did some really bad acting about how they're going to show her how many people dislike her oh, yeah uh, next up was the best thing in uh, even better than the Dar Wolf yeah and that's saying a lot for me. I oh, oh Danny, Danny Dan doesn't, doesn't agree, agree with me here. Uh, I disagree. It was the Heritage personally. Cup match. It was A Kid versus Flash Morgan Webb. So I was about to call him the Flash because <laughs> I just Have got you Flash written down. They they picked it up on the the commentators mentioned it. He has worked out. He always looked a bit not skinny, but you know he's skinny. Just, yeah, he was, yeah. wasn't he? But now he's looking a little bit skinny, but defined skinny. Yeah. <laughs> he's rangy. Yeah, yeah he's, 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 he's got again his pectorals have. He's 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 eating a lot of chicken during the lockdown, yeah. and then he's he's, uh, he's pumped he's his weight. Good. I wish I could look skinny. Yeah, he's looking a lot better than he did. But um, put yeah. him next to Ashton Smith or yeah. Saxon Hexley <laughs> or you know. Anyone from America, <laughs> and then to, and to be honest, uh, a kid who's the same size as Flash absolutely schooled him in wrestling, mm. and he is sorry, Flash Morgan Webster, because you're brilliant. But my god, a kid was good, yep. And I'm gonna call him Alpha Kid from now on because I'm I'm not talking just about a random kid. So he's an Alpha Kid. I'm sick of calling him A Kid. He is Alpha Kid, and uh, he was phenomenal. 
that standing moonsault in the first round mm. where he landed on his feet. That was mm. amazing. He's just... Uh, and not to say that Flash isn't phenomenal, because Flash was, again, really good. But you could see, obviously, they had that sort of like, that type of thing where they were shooting a little bit and one would, and naked was absolutely his transition his reversals is is that first round as I say he he you know he made flash look it, like an amateur it was a very japanese style of match it was the kind of thing that you absolutely love my love um happy with that but i like a bit more sizzle to my steak well, um, he got that in round two. It picked up the pace, picked up in round two, and uh, again some beautiful uh, fl- uh, flashlight to get around the ring, and he got the roll up in round two. It was a lovely um, collection of roll ups. Yeah. Very sort of. <laughs> Here we go. We went from Japanese to Mexican. There was a lot of beautiful traditional style lucha, Mexican yeah. roll ups. That's exactly and... what I thought about when I saw that. I was like, "This is lucha," <laughs> and it was great. And um, the other thing that I liked about that was at the end of that, they both sat in their corner out of breath for a minute. Mm. That added to it. That helped me suspend my disbelief. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and as I say, yeah, the pace picked up. Uh, uh, Aikid out-wrestled him all in the first round. Uh, pace picked up and it started to swing and flash Morgan Webster's because uh, it moved into the Lucha. Great reversals into pin after pin after pin after pin. Flash then got the actual pin and he went up one nil for in the second round. Uh, Round three was just more great wrestling. At this time, Flash had the advantage. He was uh, the quicker and was still in control of the match. And then there was that reverse Hurricane Rana. Right at the end of the match. Yeah, that's a round. Yeah. That looked, yeah. That looked nasty. <laughs> yeah. See, he was saved by the bell after that. And... I'm a bit... I, I don't like the Poison Rana being used as a, just a transition move. It seems like it's a move that should be used as a finisher. Especially when it's, it's executed like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a dangerous, dangerous move for one. Mm. Uh, it's probably more dangerous than a pile driver. Yeah. And, it, uh, I mean, so... it does, does look... Looks... Yeah, yeah and horrendous. so Flash for in round forty-four. Oh yeah, Aker's days. So he came running out his corner to uh, get the match going, and Aker caught him what with what I can only describe as a flying super kick. Mm. It looked like he took his ear off. <laughs> yeah, again, that that looked like it knocked the man out because Aker got the uh, pin count on that. Uh, that was beautiful. Round five. Oh, four, round four still. Spanish fly off the top rope. Oh, Ooh, yes. yeah. yeah. That was a, yeah. Yeah, from uh, Aked to uh, Flash Morgan Webster just before, actually, just before it led to the flying super kick. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going with flying super because it, it was a super kick, but he completely left his feet to do it. <laughs> so that was a new twist on the super kick. And if that's mm. going to be his finishing move, I like it. Uh, round five, it kicked off. Aikid came out with some beautiful palm strikes. Uh, just started kicking the crap out of 
Flash Morgan Webster really at that point. Uh, Flash got back into it. Uh, Forty had Akid down on the mat, went for his senton splash, missed it, and it was a, a great transition into an armbar, into a double armbar, into a submission, and Akid won the match 2-1. I loved that match. That was Wrestling mm. 101. The Falcon Arrow part as well in mm. fifth. Um, yeah. He hit that beautifully and as much as an out of nowhere as you can with the Falcon Arrow. It wasn't yeah. something that <laughs> because you... A kid was going for the su- suplex. Yeah. Mm. But no, very good. It match. was good, but I didn't rate it as much as last week's match. I think if you're going to go for drama, I see where you're coming from. If you're going to go from a wrestling entertainment standpoint and you're going to talk about the drama that was added to the match with the added heat between the two, as well as the Pete Dunn factor, I can I can see what you're coming from because it has it had something more than just a wrestling match, whereas Aki versus Flash was kind of just a wrestling match, a great wrestling match, but just a wrestling match. And I think it was just a wrestling match as well because neither of those two have the personality um, mm. or the presence that Noam Dar and Alexander Wolfe do. No, and True. even True. that that's even with Flash Morgan Webster and his uh, mod persona. Hey, I'm from Manchester and I rode a motorbike. Except that I'm Welsh. Manchester. Except for he's Welsh, yeah. <laughs> He just looks like Noel Gallagher. <laughs> oh, so you... that's, where you, that's where you're going with the Manchester thing, isn't it? Yeah. So it's going to lead on to A Kid versus Noam Dar in the next round. Oh, yes. It's going to be so Predictions good. there. Who do you think? Dar. It's got to be, isn't it? Alpha oh. Kid. Alpha Kid. I remember I put Alpha Kid was my number one choice. So, and it was you were Noam Dar, Dan. So it is me and you next week. You mm. went. Uh, I think Stephen, you went for Joseph Connor. I did. Uh, see that. See, it's it's interesting, isn't it? Because I'm looking at trying to figure out. I'm trying to book it in my head now that we've got one half of the the bracket sort of complete to a certain degree. You've got the semi mm. of of you've got uh, a semi. Dar, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Dar versus Kid. You know who who are you having in that final? Now we've we know that. One of these two will be there. Who who's his opponent? How's it? You know. So I've been trying to book it, and I can't. It's it's, it's Dar Williams. Me. You reckon? That's what he said last week. Dar Williams. <sighs> I I, I would Williams. like to put Alpha Kid through, but I'm thinking if it's going to be, it would be Alpha Kid Connors. That would be my two finals if I'm going to go for it for, for, for these two guys here that we know are in the semis. It'll be Alpha Kid uh, against Joseph Connors because I think that's the best matchup for his style and Joseph Connors. Uh, and yeah, the Dar Williams, they used to be partners long, 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 long time ago. They're friends for a long time. So that kind of writes itself. He was a writing. Uh, he didn't, so he wasn't even supposed to be there. So I think that uh, wraps that one up. I think so. So in three weeks' time, there is Walter versus Ilya. Yeah. 
yes. uh, for that be for the championship because it's going to be no takeover. Mm-hmm. They uh, will redefine violence, according apparently. to Ilya Dragunov. Mm. That means he's going to spit even more than he used. <laughs> uh, they showed some pretty violent stuff from WXW in progress during that. Yes, they did. Yeah, yeah. His match in progress, the earlier match versus uh, Walter, which is probably the exact same match we're going to get at NXT, is really good. So if you want to get a jump start and just watch that match now, you can go, <laughs> go to progress, go to the, the man service. In fact, actually, I'm sure they've even got it on the network now. Yeah, well, we'll talk about we'll that talk in a about bit. That. Uh, so somebody attacked Flashback stage, and guess who was there once again? The Hunt. Indeed, the hunt. Just mm. as they should be this time. Not in trying to look like they're uh, hipsters. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just some normal clothing. That that's what I want to see the hunt backstage. So yeah, so that's probably the thing gonna come there. Next week it is Dave Mastiff versus Joseph Connors in the Heritage Cup match, as well as the Dragonov and uh, Dune, uh, sorry, Dunn. Versus uh, Wolf and Walter. So, double, 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 double is <laughs> to be uh, a great, uh, great week, great week next week. So, I'm looking forward yeah. to that. Uh, to end the show, Kaylee LeRae comes out to run her mouth about how she's the best female on the roster. Obviously, that she's the champ and nobody's on her level. Out comes Danny Luna, Zaya Brookside, Isla Dawn, Alfoy Valkyrie, Amel, Nina Samuels. Amel and Nina Samuels almost start fighting immediately. Uh, Piper Niven then comes out and basically clobbers both of them. Mm. Uh, then they all just start fighting. Uh, even Ty Brookside was fighting with Danny Luna during it. Yeah, that, that got like, me as well. Hang on a minute. You were friends like, just like five minutes Not ago. more than half an hour ago. <laughs> uh, Kaylee Ray, while everybody is fighting, she tries to escape and she gets caught by Ginny, of all people. Yeah. Uh, so they get back into the fight. Everyone fights again. Uh, and as Alfoy Valkyrie goes to the top and takes everybody out... Gailey Ray had snuck out. Yeah. So we the heel move. Yeah. yeah. Nice so, little. Do we think that's going to lead to Piper Niven versus Danny Luna now? As soon as they had a little bit of a pushy shovey. They did because everyone yes. partnered off. Yeah. Mm. Obviously, you've got Nina and um, Amel. Yeah. And then you've got. I think Ginny is going to be the next number one contender. I, from the way heel versus heel, he can't be. He can't. Ginny's not a face. We Ginny's talked about this last week, man. Ginny is not a face. She cannot be a face. She doesn't have the personality to be a face. <laughs> she has the personality of I'm a bitch, and she should stick with that. Because yeah, but I thought the same about face. Alexa Bliss. I still prefer. I thought many, 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 many things. <laughs> many, about many, many. Anyway, um, right. Isla uh, Dawn versus so Valkyrie though would be amazing. I think it's yes. Valkyrie next. Yeah, yeah. she's the one that came. She was the last one standing, technically, as the one coming off the turnbuckle. So, I'm with you on that. As you said, is that division? That is stacked division. There's some really good. Uh, 
Sorry, I'm not. Turn him up. No, sorry. I, I've, I've knocked him. I he started he speaking. Straining against a fart. <laughs> <laughs> it was him. I knocked him off the table. He started. But for those of you listening talking. only, um, our illustrious leader has just knocked over his animatronic baby Yoda. Yeah. Sorry, makes... baby, baby Yoda alien, because it's not baby Yoda. It's baby Keith. Yes, Keith. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway, right. uh, that wrapped up NXT UK. It was a great show. That women's division is stacked. There are so many great Ooh. competitors there. What a show. Heritage Cup, brilliant. Uh, so we got some more news bites quickly, Dan. Uh, just quickly, it's come out that um, in an interview that there was going to be a WWE main roster pay-per-view in the UK. And it was going to be headlined by Drew McIntyre versus Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. <laughs> no. No, he's a bit of a knob, but he did wrestle very well for as far as celebrities that come in and wrestle... I think he did pretty good when he came. Mm. Not as good as that bloke who fought Adam Cole. Oh, maybe. yeah. The other, what was, that's the one. He was... I thought he was an actual wrestler. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But, no, Tyson Fury, yeah. As long as he's right. the hill. So, does anybody mm. know when the last main roster pay-per-view was in the UK? Yeah. 1992. Wrong. 2003. You are correct. Ooh, Insurrection. Oh, you don't count them. They weren't <laughs> even bloody. Oh, you can watch them a... and nothing happens. <laughs> yeah, <it's> true. <laughs> uh, it was Kevin Nash versus Triple H in a street. On the minute, on the minute. Something did happen at Insurrection 2003. Something big happened at Insurrection 2003. Are Talk you gonna... amongst yourselves. Okay. Are uh, you gonna say... uh... I know what he's going to say. There's a title change, but it's only because someone got injured. Right. Uh, <laughs> I sound and you have uh, network news. Yes, uh, I just noticed the other day that on the uh, WWE Network, they are doing the best of such and such in progress. The first one was the best of NXT in progress. That came out last week and had some very good matches in it. Um, I'll just give you a quick rundown. Did did it have the Tommaso Ciampa, Zack Sabre Jr.? Uh, Hang on one second. They had Adam Cole versus Mark Haskins. Great match. Finn Balor versus Zack Sabre Jr. Great match. They had Thomas Tommaso Champa versus Killian Dane. Um, Adam Cole and Roderick Strong versus Alistair Black and Dante. Who's Dante? Do you know? Oh, yes. He was the former tag team partner of Alistair Black. Uh, oh, they oh, were the Sumerian, yeah, yeah, Tommy Ends. So they were the Sumerian Death Squad. Ooh, very nice. And then um, Johnny Gargano versus Mark Haskins. Great match. Tegan Knox versus Ginny. Not seen. Kyle that. O'Reilly versus Paul Robinson, and then a little chat between the Undisputed Era and Champa. Oh, they and went they with the discussed. Riley Robinson match over the Riley Chris Widray match. How dare they! Riley oh. Rob, uh, Riley Paul Robinson. It was a good match. It wasn't as good as the match that uh, preceded it, which was Kyler Riley versus uh, Chris Ridgeway. Fantastic match. 
And I, I've spoken about it pretty much every week. I've said that that match. Yeah. I can't believe they haven't got it. I also can't believe they didn't put the Tommaso Champa versus Zack Sabre Jr. match. They had three well, matches all together, but they were all fantastic, amazing matches. Well, this well, week, they've, the new best of has got Walter and some of these matches. I haven't seen them, but just reading these names, and I'm salivating. I'm, I'm, I'm going to put this on once we've finished, I think. But the first match... Is Walter versus Riddle versus Thatcher? <gasps> oh, that match is so good. <laughs> it's, I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, then the next match is Walter versus Timmy Thatcher. Then Walter versus Tyler Bate. Walter versus Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. Walter versus Mark Haskins. And then, um, yeah, the match we're getting in three weeks' time Walter versus Ilya Dragunov. So, I've just um, thought back and what I said about Alexa Bliss earlier, that was completely inappropriate. I do apologise. Good. <laughs> okay. Uh, just to let you know, uh, so Finn Balor broke his jaw at NXT TakeOver. Uh, so we he's going to be back shortly. He's not going to, he hasn't, he's not injured enough to lose his belt. So he'll be back. Uh, Ridge Holland, on the other hand, has broken his angle, ankle. And that's a big, big shame because it just seemed like he was about to make it big. And Is it now... storyline or did he fracture and dislocate the ankle and dislocate the knee and tear the patella and tear the um, uh, PCL? Uh, it could be all of that. It was a nasty, nasty. I, I saw the clip. It is horrible. And... It is. It's on a level with when Sid broke his leg jumping off the top rope. Yeah, he just he just oh. didn't have himself balanced quite correctly as he tried to catch Lorcan, went over on his ankle, and it's horrible. You, they hear him scream, big man, Ridge Holland. And you well, they, go, they went straight scream. to add, didn't they? And then the X was thrown up, and yeah. So we wish both of them the best and speedy recovery. Uh, Ridge Holland, especially, great UK, was literally just about to make it big, you know, yeah. after making such an impact at NXT TakeOver. So, all the best to the guys. Hope you get better soon. Uh, NJPW News, Will Ospreay is on 10 points and still with a chance to qualify. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is only on six points, so he is now out of the running to qualify from Group B. Epic Encounters 3 is now on the Rev Pro uh, streaming site. So, go check that out. Uh, I haven't caught it yet myself, so I'm not going to talk about it yet. I'm going to try and catch it next week, and we'll try and talk about it next week. So that's all, folks. Uh, thank you for joining us. I have been the Great British Attacku. You can follow me on GB Attacku82. Uh, you can follow my company, Kuru Media, on at Kuru Media UK. And you can find me, Stephen Selden. On my big fat geek life on Facebook and at whatever man on Twitter, and my little friend will say hello. It's gonna sleep. There we go, baby. (laughs) Baby, Baby ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Um, You're about to breastfeed him there where your (laughs) mic is. (laughs) (laughs) And you can find me at Garden City Dan on Twitter. And if you get annoyed about your bins, you can just randomly turn up at my door and moan about it. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Well, we hope you've enjoyed listening this week. We hope you catch us next week. And uh, see you.